0: Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and dating without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Oh, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today is going to be so much fun. I have a really special guest and somebody that I adore and love, and she is my personal coach, and I'm going to let her give her own introduction, but I'm going to have this woman, brilliant woman on the podcast to talk about emotions because emotions are the thing that I coach about 75% of the time on. We are talking about how to handle emotions what to do when they pop up, how to not let them ruin really great relationships. And so I'm going to introduce her and she's going to introduce herself, like us And then we're going to get going because I think she is brilliant when it comes to processing all things around emotions. I know this because she coaches me. And so Paige, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, this is so fun because I tell everybody that I get coached. And so I think it's really nice to know more about what coaching is and understand maybe the dynamics of it and give people more information. And so tell everybody what you do.
1: Yeah. um, Like I said, thank you for having me. So I am a certified life and weight loss coach with the Life Coach School, and I have been certified for two years now I actually got my master's degree in counseling and then said you know this isn't actually how I want to help people I want to be a coach instead so I've been doing that for about two years and um, I am a longtime dater (laughs) now (laughs) uh, married (laughs) to the love of my life but I've been dating since middle school (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad to be here. And like you said, I love emotions. I'm such a feeler. So I think we'll have a lot to talk about today. And I think they are everything when it comes to your dating life and relationship life. So glad to be here and talk about it.
0: Yeah. And everybody that for everybody is like, wait a second. She's Kenna's coach. She coaches me on business, y'all. And Just so that you guys know, we met in a mastermind and we got along and we vibed together so well. And she got me that it was like, oh my God, could you coach me in business and just help me become a better coach and businesswoman? And she was like, definitely let's do it. And what's been amazing is that when you understand, when you find a coach who coaches you on your brain and coaches you on emotions, they can help you with anything, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if you find somebody who you love what they have to say and they love how you love how they show up in the world and their principles and their coaching, their techniques, like if they can coach you on your brain and your emotions, like you're good. You can accomplish anything.
1: Yeah. And actually it's so funny, like going back to your And Jason's love story, (laughs) (laughs) you said, it's all about the vibe. And here's what I love is it's so relatable with dating, right? Like you have this list of maybe what you want in a coach or, you know, you should be looking for a business coach, but you vibe with someone that Mm -hmm. I definitely don't market business, but you find that vibe. And if you can let go of what your paper says or what, Mm. what your list says, This is such a good example of how you're just continuing to be the example of doing that. It's not about your list. It's not about what you think things should be. It's going with the vibe, with the feeling of it, and knowing that you'll get what you came for. So good. Okay.
0: So today's episode, again, was so important to me because although everyone thinks about their dating frustrations as things that are going on in the dating world, right? The online dating space is annoying or the men are annoying or your city doesn't have any great men. I hear that from every single woman that comes to me. They're like, it's just the location I'm in. I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) Um, But no matter what you think it is on the surface level, what I want you guys to really consider is that it's really the emotions that get in the way that prolong your dating process mm-hmm. and how long it takes you to meet somebody. Because what happens is we go into light switch dating where I call it light switch dating, dating where we're like all in and we go gung ho and we're like, I'm ready to go out and date. And we date and we date and we date and we date and we end up exhausted. And then we're like, I need a break. And what I came to figure out through my own, through coaching myself, and I can see it directly with my clients is it's not that you need a break from dating. You need a break from your emotions. Mm-hmm. You need a break with how heavy things end up feeling along the way. And so today, I was like, Paige is brilliant when it comes to processing emotions. I was like, she has her way of doing it that has helped me. And then I had my own way of doing it that helped me in the dating world that's very different from how I'm processing emotions now. I wouldn't say very different, I guess. It's just different than how I'm doing it now. Um, And so we're going to talk about processing emotions. And I'm going to give you guys a couple examples. And then Paige is going to talk about like her way of processing emotion. Yeah. Love it. Let's go. Okay, cool. So a couple things that come up, let's just say the beginning stages of dating. You have matched with a guy, you have talked to him for about a week and it is literally going nowhere. Like no date has been scheduled. And so there's feelings of anxiousness that come up of like, what do I do? Like, how do I handle this? What should I do next? How do I get him to a date? Was this a waste of time? All these emotions pop up. So let's talk about how you would process that.
1: Yeah. And here's the thing I just want to preface in the beginning is this is a skill, knowing what to do with your emotions, understanding your emotions, really getting to know yourself better, right? It's you. Mm. is so important In all stages of dating and in your relationship. And so if this is something that you can figure out and get good at in your dating life, it will just spill over beautifully in your relationship. And so that's what I love so much about what you're doing, Kenna, is helping people in their dating life, which will, of course, help them in the relationships. Hundred thousand percent. And here's this. This is a good example, right? So (laughs) Whether you got ghosts or not, you just haven't heard from the person in a week and you're feeling anxious. And, you know, if you were feeling good in general about where your life is going, knowing that you will, of course, find your person no matter what, you might respond in a certain way. You might reach out and say, hey, what's up? What's going on? If you were in a good place. But when we were feeling anxious you might respond in a way that you actually wouldn't want to respond because that Mm. anxiety feels so bad. And what's happening is when you go do something, like maybe you message them or maybe you go scroll for a while or maybe you stalk them a little bit. Hello. (laughs) Um, It's to make that emotion go away is what's happening. Yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: And that's why this is so good to, I love giving the example of, well, what would you have, what would you do in this situation if you were just feeling super good about yourself, fe- feeling super good about life? How would you handle it? And just in that example, you know that the way you'd handle it if you were feeling good is different from the way you would handle it if you were feeling anxiety. We know that the anxiety would be causing you, right? Wanting that anxiety to go away would be causing you to show up in a way that You really don't like. Yes. And so here's what I love. I love being a little sciencey about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because anxiety, any emotion, right? Anxiety, lonely, um, frustrated, depressed. Like these are, and not the clinical definition of of depressed or anxious, but the emotion of it. They're just chemicals in your body. So Mm -hmm. When you're thinking about this lack of text message, lack of message on Bumble, that it's just like, what's going on? Your brain starts cycling like, oh my gosh, again, I'm being ghosted again. What's going on? I thought we had, and then you start thinking about all the things. What's happening is you're thinking all these things and they're actually creating these chemicals in your body. It's just this brain body function, right? Mm -hmm. And your body starts, feeling like we, hey, we got to solve for this. Like this feels really bad. We don't like how anxiety feels in the body, just generally. It's an emotion that is supposed to go solve a problem, keep you safe. And so I love to, and for, if you want me to get into the depths of this, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me to just keep going, because I will. All
0: right, okay.
1: Um, but what happens, it's really important to know that when you're like in this story of trying to figure out what you did wrong, thinking about the worst case scenario, you're never going to find someone and your, your body is creating this emotion inside of you. Really the the way I help my clients with this and the way I do it myself is, Hey, we got to shut off that brain and body, right? I call it a thought faucet. (laughs) So we got to turn off the thought faucet, right? That's creating that chemical being in the body. It's like, We could keep going around in this circle of what did I do wrong, how it's never going to work out for us, and this is just just going to keep creating this feeling in the body of anxiety, and it's going to make the week seem like the longest week in the entire world because this feeling just keeps going on in the body. And so what I do is I'm like, hey, listen, brain, I talk to my brain, okay? Like, listen, I know. We think that the worst has happened, but really all that's happening is I'm just feeling terrible and I'm just making this worse for myself all week long Mm. for the next week. If I don't get a message, it's going to be like that again. And so I thank my brain. Listen, brain. I know we have this story. We think that it's going to be terrible, but listen, this feeling in my body just ain't cutting it. I don't want to act from this because I know I don't like how I show up when I'm feeling this way, when I'm trying to make this emotion go away. So I think my brain and then I get into my body and this is where, right? Like the science part of it is really important for me. And we've talked about this with emotions. It's, it's everywhere. It's in your relationships. It's in dating. It's in business. I teach a lot on weight loss. It's, it's a lot in weight loss where this emotion, this physical sensation of how you're feeling when you're sitting, sitting on the couch and your phone is blank and you're thinking all these things and your chest is heavy and you you might even call it antsy. Some of my clients call it antsy.
0: Yeah. I think it is antsy. I agree.
1: Yeah. And, and then you thank your brain and you're like, Hey, I know we think that the worst, the worst is happening, but this feeling just isn't cutting it. And so we, we turn off the thought faucet. We thank the brain. We're like, okay, I hear your brain. You told me the story and now I'm going to go into my body. And I'm just going to get to know what this feeling of anxiety is like. What does it feel like when I'm thinking that, oh my gosh, here we go again, or this is never going to work out. I'm never going to find someone. How does it feel in the body? How is it feeling when you're sitting there on the couch? The phone is blank, blank screen, no notifications. Is it heavy in your chest? How's it feeling? Your legs, and this is where I really get to know. This is the beautiful part about this is yes, you're going on these dates to find someone, but this is an an amazing way to get to know yourself when I'm thinking this way. This is how I feel. And this is what this feeling is like. It's for me, no joke, anxiety is like there's a big watermelon, a big pile of apples laying on my chest. It's Mm. so heavy because listen. The brain thinks that we're going to, the worst case scenario is we're never going to find someone and we're going to die. That's where it goes. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like this really heavy anxiety. And here's what is really important here is we remind, we show the brain, Hey, when we have this story going on in our brain and then we have this feeling in our body, we're still okay. Like yeah. This, this is an emotion that is okay to feel in my body. It's, I just labeled it anxiety. I can breathe. I always check my heart rate. I'm like, hey, see, my, my heart's still going. I'm still breathing. Things are okay. And I keep doing that. I keep going to my body. What's this feel like in my body? And I call it an outfit change. I don't know if we've talked about this kind of.
0: We have, yeah. We
1: have. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. I need to take off this, this outfit. I need to take off anxiety. I need to breathe that out. It's just some chemicals. So I'm breathing. And I'm showing my brain, hey, this emotion is okay. We can feel this. I'm taking big breaths. And what I'm doing is I'm actually releasing these chemicals. They are actually leaving my body. And this is really important because if you think about, like you said, it's been a week, you haven't heard from this person and your brain starts to go to the worst case scenario. You're just going to keep feeling this, this, this anxious. It's going to stay in your body. These chemicals are just going to stay in your body for the next week, right? And so we want to make sure that we're letting them leave the body, and I call it an outfit change because we're taking off anxiety and you can't put another outfit on. We can't put another good feeling emotion on until we let this one go. Mm-hmm. So we turn off the thought faucet. We think the brain, we breathe out this anxiety. And then this is where I'm interested how this works for you, where I put on something like peace or calm. I put on that outfit and mm-hmm. I just have this simple sentence like, I'm okay. Nothing's gone wrong. Like in this very moment, I'm okay. I show myself that I'm safe. I've got me. And it's much easier to think something like that and believe something like that, which is true. I do have me. When I've let that anxiety leave my body and I put Mm -hmm. on this new outfit, I put on peace, I put on calm. And you know what I do? I see my phone sitting right next to me and I'm like, yeah, I've got me. I'm okay. Nothing's gone wrong. If I want to do something, like maybe message someone or maybe go out or maybe read a book, it's so much easier because I've changed my outfits. I've changed my emotion. And I've really, in this process of dating, have really gotten to know myself so much better. I've gotten to, I call it having my own back because I do this process. And I I show my brain, hey, no matter what, someone doesn't text us. Someone doesn't message us back. We're just going to process this emotion. And then we're gonna remind ourselves that we've got us. And then dating is so much more fun.
0: Yeah, seriously. So there's a couple of really, really great things that you touched on that I wanna clarify and I wanna emphasize like emphasize. So the first one is you when she was talking about how we go take in authentic. Enough- actions that are inauthentic to who we are, what she's saying is what I noticed with my clients is y'all, you guys are strong women. And so it's really micro, micro changes in your behavior. So if you're feeling super calm and confident that that guy that you wanted to message you back and you haven't heard from him, it hasn't gone to a date. If you're feeling like, yeah, this is really not a big deal. I can just go find five more who are just like him then what happens is you don't need to go stalk his Instagram. Mm -hmm. You don't need to go figure out who he is. You don't need to go figure out because what you're doing when you're stalking his Instagram is you're trying to find some bit of control, some piece of information that's going to give you the reassurance that like, Oh, see, I wasn't supposed to meet him anyways. Mm. You're trying to go find control because in that moment we're feeling anxious and we are feeling like this is not going to be in my control. Yes, exactly, right. And what she's saying is when you're processing through that emotion, it's not that you're not in control. It's not that the outcome is not in your hands. It's that the things that we're thinking in situations like that make us feel like we're out of control. Which feels super dangerous, right? Like it feels like we're gonna die. It feels like I'm gonna die alone. It feels like I'm literally going to die alone. And so, when we process that emotion, what we can figure out is I was having an emotional reaction to something that was happening. It's not factual that I'm going to die alone. But we don't ever give ourselves the chance because it happens in microwaves. That feeling of I'm going to die alone is so small and we're so strong that we're just able to carry it with us. We're like, yeah, it's fine. I'll just keep going. Like, I don't really feel knocked on my ass, I'm not crying. this isn't bringing me to tears. I can still go on with my day. But what we don't realize is those micro moments, you don't hear from him. We're not sure if we're going to get a second date. We feel like we really like someone and we want to go all in, but we don't know if he feels the same way. Those micro feelings along the way, what I call it is they go into a backpack, this invisible backpack that you're Mm. carrying around. Mm -hmm. And it keeps big. You keep putting these emotions and these thoughts in this backpack, and it gets so heavy that you end up telling me you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I get that you're exhausted because you never process these tiny micro emotions that you think I'm fine. I can power through Mm
1: -hmm. that you do
0: power through.
1: Yeah. And you're spot on. And listen, I'm going to be a little sciencey again. You really are putting those micro feelings in your body. And you're not letting them go. And this is where, you know, when you think about like shoulders being tense, your back being tense, like getting headaches. I mean, again, I'm I'm definitely not a doctor, but Mm -hmm. a lot of that has to do with unprocessed emotions. and if you're dating and you're going through and you're using the apps and you're meeting the, and you're meeting different people and this happens, Right. Not because there's anything wrong with you, but because that's dating, right? Mm-hmm. And you keep not processing these emotions you your, like you said, you're putting these micro feelings in your backpack. You really are creating these chemicals in your body that don't feel good and then not doing anything about them, trying to make them go away, but they don't. And so, yeah, you, you're spot on. You do need a break. You are exhausted.
0: Yeah. You're literally exhausted. So when people tell me that, I'm like, you are exhausted, not because dating is terrible. It's because we are so strong, but we keep carrying around these little tiny disappointments. When my clients are like, it's fine. I'm like, no, 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 no. it's actually not fine. Right. <laughs> it's fine is a micro disappointment, frustration, anxiousness, um, letdown that you feel telling yourself it's fine and then you've put it in this little backpack of yours and now you're carrying around a thousand it's fines until the point where you can't carry them anymore
1: mm-hmm. yep
0: and all i'm telling you ladies is that when paige was talking about like these are emotions that are in my body and i'm fine it's literally chemical reaction what i describe it as you have a vibration going on in your body mm. that is it if you separate What your mind is telling you from the emotion that you're feeling in a moment, you call it holding space, Paige. Mm -hmm. I love it. You're like, just hold space for it. Mm -hmm. When you're saying, okay, there's this thing that happened in the dating world that I don't feel like I can control. And I'm going to separate that right now from how I'm feeling. Mm. Then you can realize I'm just feeling a vibration to something that's happening yeah, and not even something that's happening. It's something that you're thinking about what's happening, but that's a whole nother podcast.
1: Well, and I just want to offer like just a side note, the reason it's so important to really, I call it turning off the thought faucet, but I don't mean to say that, that it's not, you know, truth to what you're feeling right now or the situation that that you are upset that someone didn't respond and you are, you know, kind of worried about the future. And it's not that, that it's a problem that you're thinking those things or it's, or, or you just need to tell yourself, no, 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 it's not true. I'm going to find someone, but not believe it. It's not that it's that again, when you're feeling super calm and confident, and then you have these thoughts, you can acknowledge them and then work through them. You can take them to your coach and say, Hey, I'm, this keeps coming up. I've been processing this emotion But it is something I want to talk about and I I want to unravel this and I want to see what's going on here. It's so important that it's not that we're saying that you shouldn't be thinking that after a week someone um, doesn't message you that you should be all fine about it. It's just that let's clean up the body. Let's clean up that vibration. Let's get to know you and your body really well in this. That's, That's one of my favorite parts about this. And then from that calm, peaceful, confident place, Let's work on our stories. Let's work on those beliefs or or lack of belief for what the future holds in that strong energy.
0: Correct. Because we really can't. What you said earlier is we can't decide what our future is going to hold. Like, we can't get in our corner when we're in the thick of the emotion. That's the mm-hmm. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... When we talk about like changing your thoughts and changing and being more positive, we're not saying slap on, it's fine over Mm. what just happened, because that's not going to help. What we're talking about is acknowledging that I am experiencing an emotional response to what just happened. That's normal, but it's also coming from me, which means I'm fully, fully capable of handling it too. Mm Mm-hmm. And then once the emotion has been processed, then from calm and peace and certainty, I can go decide what my future is going to hold. Right. I, I can't decide what my future is going to hold in this emotional state. It's not fair to me. It's almost like um, playing a game, right? With our with ourselves.
1: Right. And I mean, you know, we've got this lizard brain, right? The monkey brain, primal brain, whatever you want to call it, in the back of our uh, heads that we share with animals. And it's the part of the brain that wants to keep you safe always. Mm-hmm. But what is safe and what is dangerous has changed so much in the world. And so when someone doesn't text you back after a week and you're going on this, like, I'm never going to find someone kind of thought, um, sorry, you're telling yourself this, the brain is like, oh, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to die. This is very dangerous.
0: Mm -hmm. And then
1: you're not able to really solve for what's going on. You've got to solve for being super close to dying, quote unquote, right? That's where the brain goes. And you're not really able to be in that strong energy of taking care of yourself in the long term, right? That's kind of what I want to say. The, The short term of, well, we need to like what you said, right? We need to find assurance. We need to find validation that we're going to figure this out. We've got to go text someone. we got to go text them. we got to figure out what's going on and not really able to show up the way we want to and be there for ourselves in the long term, right? So it's the short term versus long
0: term. Totally. So my processing emotion is a, a little bit different. And the way that I see it as is I'm getting really, really familiar. Like I just, I The entry level with my clients is telling them that it's possible you do have lots of other emotions about what's going on in the dating world and you're so used to them that you don't recognize them as a negative micro emotion. Mm. And so when my clients come to me, they've been dating for so long and it's not working that they don't identify, they've gotten a a resilience. They've built up this resilience around being disappointed or things happening that they don't want to happen and not feeling like they have control to change it. And so the first place that we start is acknowledging that it's possible under the surface, you are feeling these things because if you're ending up exhausted, it's happening and you don't know it. You're just strong enough to carry it.
1: Yeah. so So the
0: First place we start is by, like, getting curious, which is what we do all the time of, like, I could be feeling something right now and I don't give myself the chance to acknowledge it. And what if I just did? Would it give me more energy? Would it give me more strength? Would I be able to um, to take different action that actually feels good to me instead of feeling like I don't have a choice? So the first place we start is by when you don't get that text message when you go on a date with a guy and he says, I want to have a second date with you. And you're actually willing and excited finally to have a second date and it doesn't happen. Yes, we can move on from that, but it's really important for us to pause and be like, how do I actually feel about this? If I gave myself permission to just really acknowledge how I feel How do I feel? And even if it's small and you're like, yeah, I can keep going, but I'm bummed. I'm disappointed. And you give yourself the freedom to actually feel it. Then you have more certainty that you won't carry it on with you to the next person and the next person and the next person. And so we just get curious. Am I actually feeling something? Yeah, I'm feeling like that was really crappy. I'm actually feeling like I did something wrong. Now, when you can acknowledge that, we can actually go somewhere with it. So then once we acknowledge, okay, I've done something wrong. Like, I feel like I have. I feel like I'm at fault here. Then we go, okay, thank you for that extra bit of information. Again, what Paige said earlier, which is, this is going to help in your relationships. Guys, you have no idea how often I have to pause in my relationship when I feel like I've done something wrong, which I think is a very female-triggered response. Like, like if there's a relationship, it's like women have done something wrong somehow. That's what we've learned. And so it's this pausing of like, oh, I'm feeling that way. And now I get to break down what are the actual facts that also go along with my feeling. I'm feeling like I did something wrong because of X, Y, and Z. And I just name it. But then I also pause and go, Okay. What other facts go along with this situation that I'm not seeing, that I have not given myself the chance to see? So I'm still feeling bad. I'm still feeling this emotion, but I'm just letting it be in my body instead of needing it to go anywhere. Mm. It's kind of like I'm just like, okay, that can be there. And while it's here, I'm going to acknowledge why I predominantly feel that way. I'm feeling like it's me and I ruined it somehow and I don't know how I ruined it. And then I'm going to stand back and I'm also going to show myself, okay, what are the other things about this situation that I haven't shown myself to be, tr- to, that are true? Like, oh, I, I don't know that person. I don't know anything about him. He could have been a people pleaser. He could have um, figured out he's gay. And like, doesn't want to tell me like, there's lots of other things about the situation that you don't know that didn't result to a second date other than what you're telling yourself. And that is I did something wrong.
1: Yeah. And what I love is what you said, like that emotion can be there. This is the best thing. This is, this is the thing that will solve all par- all problems <laughs> is if you can have any emotion come into your body. And you can allow it to be there and not make it mean anything, not make it have to go away, know exactly what to do about it. I mean, this is what I help my clients with um, when they want to eat to make an emotion go away or um, don't show up in their business because they don't want to feel certain emotions and, and make it go away. Here's, here's what I'm working on right now. This is so fun. Is if my husband does something and I'm, you know, of course he shouldn't have done it or he should have done it differently. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's true. He should have done it differently. It's true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, And then I, I feel frustrated. I, that emotion can be there and I don't have to snap at him. I don't have to, I get really restless sometimes if I'm not paying attention to make that frustration go away. And what I can do is I can just sit down And I can say, yeah, I'm thinking that he did this wrong and I could have done it better and he should have done it differently. And I can feel this frustration in my body and I can sit here. Mm -hmm. I don't have to make it go away. In fact, I totally understand what's going on because I've gotten to know myself so much better, right? And what I love about what you teach, Kenna, is that what you said was you can feel certain in your ability to date because you know you can handle any emotion. I mean, that's Mm. just the best.
0: It's the best news. Yeah, when you can handle any emotion because it's your own. Mm. It's your own. Guys, it's our own emotions. That's the thing. It's not somebody causing this emotion in you. It is our own emotion. We literally create it in our body with our brain. We own it. We have all the rights to it, which means we also have free reign to love it and give compassion and embrace it the way that we need to. Mm -hmm. I always say when I'm feeling any type of emotion, insecurity, doubt, disappointment, I use it as an alert system to be like, oh, my body's asking for something. Mm. So when I was feeling fearful that I wasn't going to get called back, that somebody was not going to want to go on a second date with me, and I was thinking, what did I do di- wrong? What could I do differently? Um, what did I need to change about myself? I automatically just used it as an alert system of like, oh, my body really wants some compassion and empathy for me right now. Oh, and I didn't okay. get it from that guy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wanting it from that guy. And how about I just give it to myself right now? So the processing of the emotions is a little bit, like if you're not familiar with it it sounds sort of meta like because there's not steps direct 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 steps to break it down we can break it down but i don't know that it works in the same exact way for everyone so take what we're saying and my encouragement is ask yourself how could i understand and implement that and make it feel really good for me it's kind of like um, like you're going to hate this example page <laughs> It's kind of like tailoring a diet. Like, mm, yeah. Like, yeah, that works. And it clearly does work. But, like, how can this work for me a little bit better? So, for Paige's example, it's taking an emotion off before you can put one on, before you can put a new outfit on. For me, it's saying, I'm going to feel this way. And I have no problem feeling this way. And I'm going to allow myself to feel this way because when you give yourself permission to feel that way, what happens is you detach from the emotion long enough that it actually starts to dissolve Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because you've given yourself permission. Like I feel anxious. This is something to feel anxious about. I don't really need to feel it any other way. And you give yourself the chance to just feel it. And then actually you can say, okay, I'm only looking at one bit of information about what just happened. The bit of information I'm looking at is that I did something wrong on that date that made him not want to go out with me again. What are the other bits of information I also need to acknowledge here so that I show my brain what's fair, so that I show my mind the whole, like, you know, judge and jury. You're looking at all of the information. You're looking at all the facts. You're dissecting everything so that it's not just one-sided because one-sided It's just not fair to our soul and our spirit and our heart and our emotions. And it's definitely not fair to our future.
1: And and part of what we're talking about here, and and I love that you're doing an entire podcast episode on this, is when you know you can handle any emotion, when you know and listen, tailor it, tailor it for yourself. I teach it in different ways. um, And I tell my clients, like, yeah, you got to figure out how this works best for you. So I love that. But what you're doing is you're creating safety. For yourself to be able to explore these beliefs that are getting in your way in your dating life, mm-hmm. but you're not able to explore them because you're not processing these emotions, right? Those micro feelings.
0: 100%. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so we got to create safety for ourselves. And listen, here's the one thing that I just want to make it really clear we are not taught this anywhere. No. no. And I'm like, what? Why was this? This could have been an entire class in high school. Okay. Mm -hmm. Definitely in high school. And so if you're just now understanding and some people, they do kind of get it without being taught and that's great. I didn't and I needed to be taught. And when I was, I was like, this is it. This is what I've been missing is processing emotions because I'm an Mm -hmm. emotional person. I cry all the time. I have ups and downs and, but I've created safety for myself To process these emotions and then to go deeper in my beliefs and figure out what's working, what's not working for me, for my future self.
0: Yeah, totally. And so the flip side of this is when you're, and we're just going to wrap things up really quickly, but the flip side of this is let's say that you feel the opposite where you're like, yeah, yeah, I just don't get excited about anybody. Right. Mm. And you're in the space where you're like, I don't, I'm not excited to meet anybody. I'm not excited when i match with these people online, I show up to the date and I feel like it's probably just going to be a waste of time and it's not going to work. We also want you to know that there is this anticipated disappointment that's being carried. Yeah. And it's because the disappointment was never processed. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that the people in the dating world keep disappointing you. Because I could guarantee you, y'all, you could meet somebody out and about, and they're online, and you most likely swiped no on them, but you'd be willing to talk to them in person. It's the same person. It's the fact that we have carried disappointment with us for so long in the dating world and never properly processed it that is now dictating how we show up online. So it's dictating your attitude, your mood, your willingness, um, even your ability to see the great guys because we're carrying disappointment with us. That's not hurting anybody, unfortunately, but ourselves. And I say that with compassion because the love that you want is available. And it is available much more quickly when we take the time and have the willingness to be like, I don't want to feel disappointed anymore And if disappointment really isn't coming from outside of me, then how can I not carry this anymore with me because it's just holding me back? Mm -hmm. That is a skill set that is available, that you can learn, that is not hard. And in fact, when you do it in tiny, tiny bits, like you just start doing it. I've seen it change people's results drastically and very quickly
1: yeah and if for no, no other reason than your human experience mm. right your experience dating being in a relationship taking some time to be by yourself if for nothing else than to
0: feel other emotions that actually feel good in your body right Oh, I know I got so sick of it I was like I'm so this cannot be what this is about like I was like <laughs> I have to endure this until I just meet somebody. I was like, no, 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 no. This needs to be much more enjoyable.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think you are the best person to teach on this because I love your outlook and your view and how you just hold this belief that dating can, dating can be done so differently. I think it's amazing. And I think it's because you can do any emotion and you were like, you could see how carrying around that backpack wasn't working. So I love that you teach this so much oh
0: so sweet okay so tell everybody where they can find you and connect with you and i know that that this might like feel like it just touched the surface guys and if my encouragement is like definitely go back and listen to it a couple more times um listen to some of you know the nuggets that you felt like you're like oh that's really good and i think it's sinking in but i need to hear it again and again because that's just what's required sometimes with new information so Mm -hmm. but tell everybody where they can find you
1: I am on Instagram at lifecoachpageb, and I have a website, pagewoman.com.
0: So good. And ladies, anybody that's listening, she is amazing and brilliant. And even if you're like, I want some more of this woman's brain, schedule a coffee chat with her. You can do that.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's do it. She
0: loves coffee chats. And even in just a short amount of time, she will blow your mind.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Thank
0: you for having me. No problem. Thank you for joining me. I will see you guys next week. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kenarene.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at thekenarene.